This war was now costing British taxpayers £2.5 million a month. In desperation, the British built a formidable line of blockhouses throughout the country. Boers were to be flushed out, not fought. Private Bowers described how the system worked. Now, they divided the country up into a sort of a vast chessboard, and they built blockhouse lines all across the country, not in squares, it just depended upon the shape of the terrain, but in squares or triangles or oblongs, and they were consisted of barbed wire fences, uh, three or four strands high, and then a strand down that side and a strand down that side, and another one that told you got about 20 strands of wire. Millions of miles of barbed wire were used in that war. And then every so often, a matter of perhaps 500, 600 yards, there was a little blockhouse, and that was a little round corrugated iron hut, double walls filled in with rock or earth in between, you know, a foot apart, and with loopholes round it, and there would be four or five infantry men in there, and they would stay months on end. They were supplied with food. Well, all these barbed wire fences went from blockhouse to blockhouse to blockhouse all over the country, hundreds of miles of this wildlife fence, and it gave them squares or triangles or oblongs of country, which perhaps was 50 miles across in a square, something of that sort. Well, perhaps in that square, there would be commandos of, of boars, you see, hiding in the mountains or in the plains or somewhere. And what happened was, all the British mounted forces were assembled in a line on one side, and they marched across, right across the square to the other side, and when the Boers came to the blockhouses, the men in the blockhouses, no machine guns in those days, uh, of course, what the Boers did, they had bullocks with them, and they drove the bullocks in the night against the barbed wire fence, and bullocks to crash down the barbed wire fence. Then they were in another square, you see, but in the meantime, we'd probably caught a lot of them, you see. And eventually, that brought the war to an end. The new British Commander-in-Chief, Lord Kitchener, also resorted to a scorched-earth policy. Some 30,000 Boer farmhouses were razed to the ground. We used to go into a, a farmhouse and pile up the furniture and set fire to it, perhaps have a bang on the piano, if they got a piano, before, uh, before we smashed it and set fire to it and burn it. And all the the sheep and uh, the bullocks we used to try and drive away because they became useful to us uh, and the sheep we just killed and left there uh, i could remember we killed 800 sheep one night and just just left them lying there everything's bone dry out there of course i mean it's, it's, it's a hot dry climate everything's bone dry no just pile up the furniture and, and then destroyed all the, all the farms in order that the object of that was to starve the boars out they couldn't uh, stop them fighting by, by capturing them or getting at them. You could never get at them because they were always well away before you could get there, you see. So they adopted the system of trying to uh, starve them out and they burnt all their farms and uh, the Boers had to rely on what they'd got hid up in hiding places in the mountains, you see. Uh, that was the only way that they could carry on. Uh, I came across a little farmhouse 
uh, quite a tiny little place. It was nothing more than a really a little corrugated iron house. Uh, and there was a, a young woman there and a child. And the young woman was on the point of giving birth, I think, pretty well to a, another child. She was uh, enormous and she was weeping and shrieking for us to do something. Our column was, was marching on and I think I was out on the, uh, on the flank. Uh, we used to, of course, have flankers out each side and an advance guard and a rear guard on all the columns. And I came across this little hut with several other fellows and this poor woman was crying her eyes out because obviously she was going to have a child before long. And there wasn't a soul within 50 miles or something of you, mm. see, and God knows what happened to her. She was weeping and crying for us to take her take her, take her with us. But it, we, we couldn't, of course, we were a, a column of mounted soldiers. Uh, uh, 